Millennium Home is a space where we can all engage about self-love, self-worth, relationships, trauma and healing. I hope that you enjoy your stay and I am your host, Tando. Hey everyone, welcome to yet another episode of Honeyum Home. This is the first episode of our change, adapting to change, dealing with change and welcoming change. Last week we spoke about suicide prevention and genuinely I feel as though we should be speaking more about how to recognize the signs when you are dealing with mental illness or when someone around you is dealing with mental illness all around the clock. But it has been a very insightful week and I really hope that people who are in need of therapy or an outlet have made the effort to reach out to the people who can potentially help them and also just keep an eye on yourself. That is one thing that you can afford yourself where you just regulate what you expose yourself to, the things that you allow yourself to put up with. And also when you need help, reach out for help. There's only someone who is willing to help you out. You just have to seek help in the right places. But on today's episode, I want to speak a little bit about vulnerability hangover. But before that, I just want to say once again, thank you so much for choosing to press play. And thank you for always coming back. If you are new, this is Honey I'm Home. We speak everything mental illness, wellness, traumatic experiences, and how to navigate life as a young adult. So this is the right space for you if you want to learn just how to, you know, find yourself, find your grounding and your foundation. So on vulnerability hangover, I just experience this feeling of you know shame and being withdrawn after speaking to someone about like something that is raw or very personal to me and I've been thinking a lot about how almost everyone experiences this I'm not the only person who experiences vulnerability hangover we all experience vulnerability hangover as a result of feeling like we are oversharing and it's not that out of reach when you think about the fact that a lot of people have trust issues we build walls around our hearts because of our past experiences and we've been speaking a lot about unlearning the behaviors that we have learned and one way in which we can unlearn this is unlearning the trust issues that we have because you might have been in a situation where you trusted someone with your like parts of yourself and they completely betrayed you and destroyed that part of you to a point where you limit yourself as to who you speak to and what you say when you speak to those people but if you think about it if we are all withdrawn and we are all not trying to speak about our emotions or express ourselves we can't ever form relationships that are actually genuine i find that the bravest thing to do is to be vulnerable to the next person and also for those people to catch you because vulnerability is almost as if you're falling and people can catch you so if you get into a new relationship or you get into a new friendship it requires a lot of vulnerability and it requires for us to remove ourselves from the experiences that we have experienced and never feeling like we are oversharing but also it's a two-way street thing whereby if I am sharing something with the next person not only is it on me but it's also on the next person how they receive it how they receive you and also what they do with the information that you tell them the best practice is always listening listening to that person and allowing them the space to share whatever it is 
but also affirming that whatever it is that they told you is safe with with you and I find that saying things such as thank you so much for trusting me with you know sharing that but obviously not as formal as that just affirming the person that you are appreciative and you are grateful for the fact that they do trust you and that they are choosing to be vulnerable with you actually goes a long way because conversations are meant to land on ears that hear us and hearts that actually care about us. So if I share something that is very raw and I go back home and I think, my goodness, I should have kept that to myself. That is a sign that there is a lot of work to be done in that space in my life. So I've started adopting this tool, you know, the growth mentality when it comes to certain events in my life where I allow myself to grow through the process as hard as it is. Lessons like these where if you share something with someone and you feel uncomfortable afterwards, Understanding why you feel uncomfortable. Is it because the person made you feel uncomfortable? Is it because you are attaching shame to what you shared? I think that there's no such thing as oversharing. What we simply do is we attach shame to the events that happened in our lives. So why is it not oversharing if you told somebody that you went to the bathroom, you're constipated, and you're eating more fiber to try relieve your stomach? Why is that not looked at as oversharing? That's because we understand every single person goes through constipation. Why does it not feel like oversharing if we tell someone, I have been having really difficult days. I'm not able to sleep well. I'm not able to eat well. I'm not able to, you know, just think. It's because we understand that every single person goes through that. So why can't we understand that the events that we go through, some other people also go through those things and it's life. It happens. So when we attach shame to the things that happened to us, that's when we think we're oversharing. So you can't ever tell people about you being cheated on because you think that's an L that you took. But in essence, it wasn't your L to take. You just felt the need to take that L. Also, things such as mental illness, issues with your traumatic experiences with the people in your life, with your people who, you know, betrayed you, the people you betrayed, times when you were wrong. You think it's shameful to share those things because people will look at you differently. But have you ever entertained the thought that the more vulnerable you are towards the next person, the easier it is for you guys to formulate a relationship that is built on trust, creating that foundation that is safe and a foundation that says you are safe here. You're welcome and I will always treat you with care. If you do share something with someone and they do betray you, then yes, it will hurt. But at least you know that that's a friendship you you don't entertain anymore. You leave it at that and you try somewhere else. It sucks that in life you have to do the trial and error method. But I wish we had a book that told us every single thing. But where's the fun in that? Every single day you discover new things about yourself, about other people. And you can only do that if you genuinely open yourself up to the discovery. Life is really about discovering new parts of yourself, falling in love with yourself. The person I was two weeks ago is not the person that I am in essence at the moment. But the lessons that I had learned and the things that I went through drove me to where I am. So every single encounter matters. Every single person that comes into your life, they matter. You coming into other people's lives, whatever it is that you leave, will matter in their life. And one thing that I noticed in this journey of, you know, trying to be more vulnerable with people is that the more vulnerable I become with people, the more trust I build and the more trust that they will build as well. Because everybody needs that little push. Even the people around us are waiting for that moment of trust to be built. 
maybe let's think about it this way. We are all dealing with problems surrounding opening up and breaking down the walls that we have built in our hearts as a result of our experiences. And it really only ever takes that one person to share and to create that safe space for everyone else to try and do the same thing. So it becomes like a domino effect. And it doesn't have to be you who opens up that channel of trust or communication. It could be the other friend but as far as possible, try to be a person who is a very safe space for your friends, a very safe space for your family members, a very safe space for yourself as well. Because the more you practice that safe space energy with yourself, the easier it is to practice it everywhere else. Because if I know I can trust you, then I'm more likely to handle both our emotions with care and the most beautiful thing is being able to be naked with your emotions with those who are around you and we should never try dwell on the emotions of shame and regret and hurt and anger and fear after sharing something but maybe dwelling more on the ability to share the fact that you were able to speak about those things sometimes the things we go through hurt so much that we can never share. But once you share, you feel lighter and you feel better as a person. And so being able to be in a space where you are allowed to share, maybe embrace that as opposed to beating yourself up for sharing. You can't keep everything to yourselves. We are human beings. Inherently, we are drawn towards relationships, companionships, and the more you cultivate these relationships that are healthy for you, the more enjoyable life becomes for you. Think about times where you felt very lonely. So now that's at the extreme end of having people to talk to. So you feel extremely lonely and you don't know how to navigate that space, but the answer is right in front of you. It's to open yourself up. Open yourself up to new friendships, open yourself up to new connections, new relationships, so that you are able to step out of that loneliness. And we need to remove the shame surrounding loneliness. It is okay to feel lonely. It's okay to feel the desire to want to be loved, the desire to want to love someone, and the desire for companionship. Because we see it around us so often. You go on social media and you see these young couples making it work. They're getting married. They're having kids. They are traveling the world. They are living a life that you desire for yourself. But then you shame yourself for desiring it because you think you are not worthy of that actual connection. When in essence, every single person is worthy of that kind of love. Worthy of the friendship groups that pour into you and worthy of a self-love that actually allows you to bring yourself back home every time you stray um, from the person that you're trying to be. So I appreciate, you know, couples on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube, even around me that show us that it is possible to have a healthy relationship, a relationship where you can fall and that other person will catch you. But if you ask them, how did you guys develop this kind of connection? I think most of them will tell you being vulnerable, being open, being honest. I cannot fall in love with the half truth or the half wholesome version of you. I need to fall in love with all of you because as we progress, I'm going to learn so much more about myself and so much more about you. So if I'm not able to get to know you because you are still hiding away and you are censoring parts of yourself, then we are denying ourselves the goodness that we're meant to experience. 
And another thing is that once you decide on your friendship circle or once you decide on your partner, you need to acknowledge the fact that both of you will be growing. So every day you have to make the decision to fall more in love with that person, to respect the person even more and to fall in love with different parts of that person because you will meet a different person in that person every single day. They are growing outside of the relationship. They're becoming different parts of themselves they are finding themselves they are dealing with things that they need to let go of to unlearn and they are trying to be the best version of themselves that they can be and that goes the same for you so choosing to just love that person every single day and this is why I say love is a choice there are people who just decide that They don't want anything to do with either platonic or romantic love and they're okay existing as individuals and that works for them. That's okay. We'll never shame people for the decisions that they make and we will always celebrate the decisions that people make solely because you are an individual and you have a right to exercise choice and we celebrate that right to exercise choice and we don't project our beliefs on the next person. So... Being able to choose to love means every single day you will wake up and choose to love again. Even on the days when it's really, really hard, you'll decide, I'm trying. I'm going to try because this is a decision that I made for myself. I chose to go that route. I could have chosen a different route, but I chose this one and therefore I have to stick with it. So back to vulnerability, hangover and the conversation we're having surrounding you know, like the redirection. I think whenever you feel the shame attached to oversharing or when you feel withdrawn after sharing with someone, process these systems as messages or cues that will allow you to grow in that space. Don't shy away from speaking. Don't shy away from opening up. Be uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable and being frustrated will show you that there's work that needs to be done in that particular area of your life. So when you feel stuck, when you feel inadequate, when you feel like these people that you're speaking to are not necessarily welcoming you in a way in which you deserve to be welcomed, then try to redirect. And I think for me, beginning of this year, my word for the year was redirection until I changed it to abundance. But redirection is always so much better than you just giving up at that point okay because a no is simply a redirection feelings of inadequacy are simply redirection imposter syndrome indirection because now you know that you feel inadequate in this space therefore try a different space i read something about how a bottle of water at a restaurant is somewhere around 15 rands When you go to the airport, it's like 20 rands. When you go to a hotel, it's like 25 rands. It's the same bottle of water, but it costs a different amount depending depending on where you buy it. So sometimes it's not that you are inadequate, it's just your environment. So changing that environment will allow you to change your feelings of shame after sharing. So that also looks a lot like 
the people that you keep in your life and also what you allow yourself to think about yourself. If you restrict yourself to the mentality of inadequacy every single time you share or every single time you accomplish something and you feel as though you can never share it with your people because it's not good enough in comparison to what other people are saying, you are limiting yourself. You are putting yourself in a box and you will never grow. So you can never adopt that growth mentality and you can never reflect and Therefore, at the end, the bigger picture, you'll never allow for emotional healing and healing will always occur in your life. It's not something that we should treat as a destination, but rather treat it as something that will have a, an occurrence in a continuous basis. All right. It will always happen. There will be some things that will trigger you and you will need to go back to the drawing board and try to figure out how I can move past this, how I can heal from this. But ultimately, the goal is for peace. I will say this every chance I get. The goal is inner peace and contentment. So if you're not content in the things that you are sharing with people, the people that you're sharing with, if you're not content with you just being vulnerable, experiencing different things in life, growing more in life, becoming a better person, you're not peaceful in the phase that you find yourself in, it's very rare for you to be able to grow outside of the box. So find your peace, find your contentment, find your tribe, find yourself, find anything that you need to find that will allow you to just grow and broaden your horizon. You are growing, you're evolving, you're an ever-evolving being. And so if you restrict yourself and you limit yourself, you are dishonoring the person that you are going to become. And it really just shocks me how empathy is something that we only ever extend to other people but ourselves. And if we don't extend empathy towards ourselves, we are dishonoring our light. We are dishonoring the people that we are trying to become. And we are dishonoring the core of who we are. So being able to create a home for you to always come back when you feel shameful, when you feel regret and allowing yourself to experience these things and to learn from these things. Again, we are going to be learning about ourselves until we lower the casket. So it's no use trying to run away from learning those things. It's no use not wanting to be uncomfortable. Frustrations and uncomfortability are rooted in growth. When you feel very frustrated, just know that it's because there's growth happening. You don't belong in that environment anymore. How often do you get that feeling that I'm done with this phase of my life? I need to move forward. I need to go up. And a lot of people say things like, it's always darkest before dawn. And the reason why is because you know deep down in your heart and you know your body knows it, your brain knows it, that once a phase of your life is done, you need to move to the next one, right? And you will feel it. You will be so frustrated in the thing that you're doing. You don't feel like yourself anymore. You don't feel like this thing is serving you anymore. And as such, you'll move to a different phase of your life. So honor yourself, honor your thoughts, honor the things that you expose yourself to, respect yourself enough to share with the people that respect you, sharing with the people that create a space for you, but also be kind to yourself, Sometimes we think that someone is judging us, is shaming us for what we shared only because we're projecting our thoughts onto that person. That person probably thinks you're so brave for sharing. You're so brave for having gone through that. You're so brave for coming out different and stronger. And maybe they didn't articulate it properly, but it's there. You just have to get out of your own head. Don't think so much 
about the negativity in every single situation. Negative thoughts will always be there. It's your secondary reaction that matters the most. There will always be the primary thoughts exposed to us, but the secondary reaction is what matters the most because it, it, it says this is how I feel about myself and this is how I see myself. So if you feel shameful after experiencing someone, how do you respond to it? Do you shame yourself more? Do you want to throw in the towel? Do you distance yourself? Or do you take care of your wound? Do you nurse your wound? Do you put a plaster over it? Do you take medication for it? You know, so how you respond to the primary emotions and the primary events says a lot about how you feel about yourself. So always watch out to how you respond to certain things. Just always operate from a place of love, a lot of love. At the end of the day, you'll realize that the only things that matter are love and grace. Beyond that, nothing else really matters because at the core of everything that we do is love and grace. So if you are operating from a place of no love, no grace, your actions will show. You will not cultivate the right relationships. You will not cultivate the right relationship with yourself and it will bleed onto every other thing that you do. If you don't heal that wound, it will bleed. You will bleed onto parts of yourself that have already healed, but now you open up that wound again and again and again and again and so you have so many wounds that now you have to heal so heal the wounds that you constantly come across so that you prevent the cycle of always having to go through triggers and then healing triggers and then healing at some point you have to get really comfortable with the experiences that you've had but obviously within reason there are some experiences that will destroy us for a very long time until we decide to just let them go and there are some things that we never will let go of but we can deal with and we don't project onto other people and we don't project onto our future self. So I guess the message from today's episode is that everyone experiences vulnerability hangover. Everyone does have, you know, that regret sometimes when they share with other people. But Brene Brown speaks a lot on vulnerability and she, you know, she said something so profound. I, I hope I'm saying it correctly, but she said something about how vulnerability hangovers only ever happen when we tap into the deepest parts of ourselves so the parts that you hide the parts that are uncomfortable the parts that are scary those parts that define who we are are the parts that we usually tap into when we feel vulnerability hangover so once you start sharing with people and you feel that shame and that regret you know that you've tapped into that part that really needed tapping into and you visited that part and now you are aware that there's that part in me that needs so much love. It needs a lot of love. And vulnerability is not a sign of weakness. And I'm speaking primarily now to men. Because men have, you know, adopted the societal norms where if you are being vulnerable, you are weak. But vulnerability is the bravest thing that you can afford yourself is the bravest thing that you can gift to yourself because then it, it betters your relationships. And a lot of men think, you know, opening up to your partner or opening up to your friends makes you weak, but it doesn't. You not opening up makes you rather weak or weaker than you would have if you were vulnerable because now you aren't able to form this really deep connection with someone and all your 
connections are based on the surface level things so you can never experience that true love that pure love those good friendships because everything is based off just like surface level stuff so affording yourself vulnerability is the best thing you can do for yourself and the people around you and it will genuinely show you the people who are meant to be in your life and people who you can take further down into your 30s your 40s your 50s and beyond but this is where I will leave it the change that we are welcoming into our lives is the ability to be vulnerable and the ability to not feel shame after sharing with other people, welcoming the idea that there are people who actually want to listen to us, welcoming the idea that we are worthy of those relationships that will, in essence, pour into our cups, and also welcoming the idea that we are enough, we matter, we're protected and guided. So if you did make it this far, thank you once again. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. And I also see all the messages that you guys send to me, the love, the shout outs. And I really hope that we travel this journey together. We go further together and we help each other because I'm also learning. I'm also learning a lot from you guys. I'm also learning so much about myself. And every single week when I do release an episode, it's a learning curve for me and I hope that you guys also take a lot from these episodes because I put all my heart in them and I put so much love in them so that we can all just become better people. No one has to travel life alone. We need each other and forming these relationships as we go along is really going to benefit us in the long run. And even momentarily, there's some of my relationships that didn't last the longest, but I learned so much. And some of the connections and the friendships that I had lasted about a couple of months, a couple of weeks, but you learn something. It's always an experience and it's never about the time or the duration. It's always about what you choose to take out and it's always about what you choose to focus on. So I hope we can all welcome change and we can all be very open to the idea of growing and maturing together. Thank you so much for tuning in. Till next time, I love you guys and I'll see you in a different episode. Goodbye.